The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest is a Mexican-born singer, songwriter, and producer. Now based out of Los Angeles, he has been absolutely taking over the indie world with his debut album and an incredible new singles. This man has no shortage of uplifting positive lyrics and a big-ass smile to go along with it. His talent is through the roof, and his ability to connect with people is even stronger. Please welcome one of my good friends, today's guest, Mao, Mao, Mao. <laughs> welcome, man. What an intro, man. Wow. I feel I feel so um <clears throat> loved. That was a You are loved. Oh, damn, thank you. Um I feel like you're gonna be able to hear me smile. Oh, dude, that's part of it. It's because you're a smiley guy. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Mao and I met not too long ago, like within the year. And I would say we've become ridiculously close friends. I agree. We've seen each other quite a bit. Yeah. Not enough, but quite a bit. Quite a bit. And I've got the opportunity to learn a bunch from you and, and to, to really immerse myself in this awesome group of friends that you have as well, yeah. who are just the most talented people on this planet. I agree, man. I'm, I'm always impressed. I actually just posted something on TikTok today about seeing all your friends. Uh, numbers are crazy. We're not going to get too much into the self-pity, but just seeing like all of the numbers from your friends and always just being like god damn i have such talented people in my life man so right now it's december 1st and when we're recording this it'll come out a little bit later on and we're seeing everybody's spotify wrapped yes the spotify is wrapped and we get to see i feel like uh, as artists we don't get to see what we've listened to as much as how we've been listened to oh absolutely which is a, a daunting but celebratory experience you just get to kind of see the the landmarks of, yeah. of your career. And it's nice to see maybe how you've grown from the year prior. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or maybe it's a good perspective to know that you have all this music you're sitting on and it's time to release it in, yeah. in whatever direction, you know, Spotify wrapped takes your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> For me, it's it's typically uh, the, the more, more, more culture just comes in, man. Just like when I really sit down and, and just consider the thousands of streams that have you know hundreds of thousands of streams i think i got 187,000 streams this year which is incredible which to me is is mind-blowing right like when you make music you're like oh i feel this very intensely and personally and like when you put it out when other people that don't have to like you start listening out of the kindness of their own hearts it's mind-blowing man but it's also like the innumeracy of of humanity is crazy because then you see someone else and instead of seeing hundred like one hundred eighty seven point one hundred eighty seven point five k, you see nine point two, which looks like a smaller number, but then you see the M next to it and you're yeah. like, "That's crazy! Oh, that's nuts! How do you even get to that?" It's cool seeing people that that we love and connect with as friends and artists who they did it. They're making, They're making a living. Money, yeah. And and at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure that's all what we all want is we want to find a way to be able to have a family or to travel the world or to to buy the necessities in life by making music every day or by 100%. whatever your art is, whatever your medium is. Yeah, 100%. So, so you have been making music for a very long time. 
Yes. But your project, Mau Mau Mau, which I would say I didn't even realize was as new as it is because it's so genuine to who you are as a person. (laughs) But that you just started that pretty much about a year ago. That's yeah. A little little over a year ago. Um, So it's also crazy. It feels like it's both longer and shorter. It's, it's a weird paradox Mm -hmm. um, where like, uh, it feels like I, I was just considering all of the imagery and all of the, I don't know, potential of this project like yesterday but then it also is like, but has it, has it gone by so fast? Like, yeah. I need to make more stuff so that people have more to listen to. So mm. it's been crazy. But yeah, started it on March of 2020. Uh, it was my first song that came out called Mouth Breather. Oh, yeah. Um, it was actually, f- dude, recently I ran, sorry, really random. I, I'm, there's going to be a lot of tangents. We're yeah, here we, for tangents. We're here for tangents. Okay. <laughs> I uh I play volleyball on Saturdays. I love beach volleyball. I love love uh, it's like a happy place for me. And I was hanging with this uh one of the people I play volleyball with and he's he's a manager and manages a bunch of really cool people. I don't want to name him in case he hears this and I want to like put him out there. But he 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 has a very managerial managerial yeah, manage- perspective, manage absolutely perspective. Where he was just like he heard that and he was like it's not timeless, dude. Like, this is so specific. Like, that's not going to outlive you, you know, mouth breather. And I was sitting there thinking, like, that sucks that people, like, like executives have to consider that, right? Because, like, if anything, I think art mirrors society and what's going on. And it has to have commentary. And it could be timeless or not, I guess, depending on how intense the situation is. But I don't know about him, but this is, I feel like, the first and only time for the next seven generations, hopefully that like we have to go through hopefully more than seven, Absolutely. like a pandemic. And yeah. it's like, of course art's going to mirror that. And why would that, I don't know. He was just like, uh, like I feel like a lot of people don't want to remember the pandemic and like, so they won't listen back. It's history. And it's like, dude, We're living are you kidding it. me? Like so many, like Pink Floyd's the wall, dude. Like people from Germany listen to that shit. You know what I mean? Like, dude, everywhere, everywhere. That's well, that's legendary. What does timeless mean to somebody? There's, exactly. I can tell you my top ten bands that are gonna they're timeless for me, and they've they're the reason that I'm sitting here, and they're the reason that I make music. Yet you may have never heard of them. Yeah. Would you have considered them timeless? I don't. Who's to say? Who's Who, to say? Who's, in, who's to say where we're gonna be at in five years? But to say that something that almost uh, dates where we're at in time, something like mouth breather. I mean that that it puts you into a perspective of where we were at at the beginning of something that has now changed our lives. Yeah. I think, lives. I think that's pretty, pretty damn timeless. I, I, I think so. And I, I guess it just made me think a lot about that, about, about the perspectives and perceptions of art and what people are looking for. Right. Cause I think it made me just really aware of, of the business side and how I think nobody really has any idea about what, what's going to hit and how it's going to hit. And it really, it really is on a whim. Like it takes one person, one trendsetter or one uh, executive in something to just decide, I'm going to give this a shot. Or like even for them to just say like, oh, this is cool. And then everybody else who rejected you prior is going to be like, oh yeah, no, they showed me that and I was blown away. I was just a little scared to take the first step. And then everyone will agree, this is cool now. You know what I mean? It's, It's crazy. So we're sitting here on season two of this podcast, which is, fucking ridiculous for it's i can't crazy. believe it We're in season two, yeah. and this season is about 
putting both feet in, you know, not just getting your feet wet, <laughs> but I'm talking jumping in both feet and, and being ready to, to vouch for yourself, yeah. betting it all on your art and betting it all on yourself. Yeah. And you found yourself at the beginning of a pandemic in a band doing music that was that that was amazing music but it was different than that was playing inside your head it wasn't on a little record player inside your brain yeah. and now you're making that music what did it take to jump both feet in i mean you're doing it you're yeah. you're really going for it um wow that's a it's a good question i think it was a lot of uh, a lot of rejection from outside of my head to the point where I was done rejecting myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think, um, I think we enable other people's rejections ourselves, right? Like you can only hear so many people say you suck, and then you're like, I agree, I suck, and so you don't do the thing. Start to you know believe I mean? it. Exactly. I mean, it, I guess in turn, the only person that can approve or disapprove of a rejection is you, right? Because if someone rejects you, and you're like, Nope, I think this is cool. Rejection denied, bro. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> get denied. denied. It's just denied. It does. It's it's not. Uh, it's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Maybe they can reject it and go on with their lives, but you're the one that has to deal with the the idea that is the pr proposition that's either rejected or accepted. So if it's rejected by this person, it's rejected by this person. Only you can decide. Yeah, this is rejected forever. Absolutely. You know what I mean. And so I think for the longest time. I've been producing at home and I have this knack for video gamey sounds. I love them. I love square, square wave synths, eight bit, yeah. bit stuff. And so anytime I produce an idea, I'd bring it to my band and, and they'd say like, I mean, it's cool, but it's very video gamey. It's kind of cheesy. It's kind of whatever. And, uh, and we just reject it and just be like, maybe, maybe don't, maybe this isn't priority. Yeah. Maybe later we'll get to the song. Different place, different time. Exactly. And, um, I just kept stacking on songs. And at some point I was just like, we're getting back to that quote I was telling you earlier that didn't make it on the show yet, but uh, it was fail quicker. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, I started getting really frustrated at, at perfectionism in art. At, at, I think there's something to be said about respecting time and accepting that things do take time. Mm -hmm. But I think the thing we can control is the content, is the, is, the song, the production, all that stuff. And to some some point, there's like art will never be finished. You, it, it's done when you decide it's out, but you can always modify the mix. You could always improve the master. You could always add more. There's always off something. More. There's always something. Like it's creation. Yeah. And creation can go in any direction, right? And so I think for, for the project Mau Mau Mau, it was just like, I'm done overthinking. I'm done with the perfectionism, it was taking my band like four to five months to finish one song. And I just couldn't take it anymore because I was writing a song a week. Yeah. And so at some point I was just like, guys, I'm going to start, like, I need to know whether you guys are really into this project. Because if you're not, I'm going to start making these songs. I'll be the face of the band. You guys can, can come in and collaborate whenever you want. But I need to know because if you do want to be in the band and take this seriously, I need to start a solo project and make these things happen. Absolutely. Or you guys can leave. I'm going to make these songs happen under this name, under Nightlights, and you guys can collaborate whenever you want, but you don't have to, you know, if you have it, other shit to it's do. It's not go a do must. The, go, yeah, go, totally. go do your other shit. And they were like, no, we're in. We're going to do this. And so I was like, cool, I'm going to start the side project. And I fully planned on it being a side project. Actually, originally, 
I just wanted to put out like the songs on SoundCloud and be like, if they pop off, cool. If not, I just want this to be an outlet. But then I finished the first EP and I was like, fuck, I really like this stuff. Yeah. This is really cool. And if I think it's cool, I think there are other people out there that might think it's cool. I'm a big proponent of fake it till you make it. And I'm not a proponent of pretend that you are something you're not. I think fake it till you make it means if you have those doubts in the back of your head, pretend they're not there and put the fucking song out or put your art out or show your your painting or whatever the hell it is, show your script. Sometimes you need, you rather than looking for your sound and waiting for it to come to you, put out as much music as you can until you figure out which, what your sound is. Yeah. Have have something to show your progression. And I'm, a, I'm terrible at this. This is something that I'm, I'm struggling with every single day. Yeah. And this is what we were talking about before we started this podcast. But sometimes you, you, you really have to bet on yourself, even if you're not ready to bet on yourself. Yeah. And maybe that'll come with people telling you how you could do things better. And that's phenomenal. That's necessary. Yeah. Maybe that'll come with something working and you realize that you were doing it all along. Yeah. Or maybe that just comes with somebody being like, hey, you're getting it. Yeah. Or maybe it's yourself saying that. And yeah, then you yeah. find something that, that feels forever. Right. Until you find your next thing. And I think that's also part of it is we're artists. We're we're not this these stagnant, you know, uh exponential people. We're these weird animals that kind of go left and right at random times. And yeah. you if you think you know where a situation's going, then you're thinking too far forward. Yeah. You gotta be in the moment sometimes and allow it to change in real time. And with your new music, you're you're totally doing that. And you're being vulnerable and allowing Allowing maybe some of those those back of your head emotions to no longer be in the back of the head. In the back of the head. Now they're on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> which is an Apple music. Which is uh both terrifying and freeing, man. Um you know, I, I think something that's crazy about being an artist and, and I you know, we have we have so much time to think, man. I think I think the amount of rumination that artists have to do is taxing. It's daunting. And and the whole world got a little taste of it during COVID, you know, because they had to sit in a room with their thoughts, with their feelings, with their friends, with their family, with their lovers, and deal with confrontation. The uncomfortable. The uncomfortable with, with I don't know what to do. I don't have options but to sit here and deal with my feelings. And we as artists have chosen to do that. And I think it comes with this crazy responsibility with how do we describe or or allow our feelings to come up and how do we help other people navigate them as well. Yeah. Um, but what's crazy about being an artist is I think that art is nothing without the input of the external, which is weird to say because we were just talking about rejection and what you can, what permissions you give people. You know what I mean? But it really is a constant feedback. And when you're looking for your sound, I think a big part of it is that is is fail quicker, right? It's you put something out and if there's a general consensus that's like this isn't the vibe mm -hmm. because it either fails or, or people aren't listening to it or you get a lot of feedback from friends, from people you trust that are like, mm, I don't think this is it yet. You, again, have – you have to give the permission of I agree or I don't agree and then mm -hmm. you move on. But I think removing that feedback from the world – is a disservice to you and your art. Absolutely. Because you aren't getting that feedback quickly enough to improve, to change, to modify, to grow as an artist. And so it's weird because I think a large part of our career path is the acceptance and 
mastery of rejection. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it, it, it is not only a, a, like an occupational hazard, but it's a, it's a tool of our work. Totally. I mean, it's crazy. Are, we're in a weird place where we're not only creating something that will be, will be judged by our community, but we're also making something that is a reaction to our community yes. and to our, our situations. So it's this weird yin-yang where not only are we doing it because of what's going on around us, but we're also looking for input from the same place that's allowing us to create or that we're getting yeah. this inspiration. Yeah. And it's almost this, uh, this cyclical weird cycle that doesn't always feel, it doesn't always feel rewarded. It doesn't. And I feel like part of being an artist is having a love for something so fucking much that any bit of feedback is positive feedback, yeah. no matter what, because it either says, hey, this guy is is wrong, and that gives me fire to go even harder, or this person, I really love their opinion, and now I'm going to go back to the drawing board and make something that I love even better. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that balance is weird, and also, like, the skin you have to develop is crazy, because... Because it it is, it's never easy to be rejected no. ever, but but it is something that you can change your perception on. Yeah, actually, this is crazy. Um, I've, I've been taking this weird course. My my parents are course junkies, mm -hmm. and so uh, we've taken a bunch of courses on like neuroscience and consciousness and communication and connectivity and confrontation and all this stuff. And so right now we're we're doing this course called Conscious Discipline. Uh, this woman named Becky Bailey developed it, and she's a neuroscientist that kind of studies the cross between neuroscience and consciousness. And she talks about like actual physical brain function and how we go through different stages. Like you're in the executive stage, the emotional stage, and the survival stage. And the lower two stages are like it's impossible to do anything effectively in your life. If you're in yeah. an emotional stage, you're in trauma, and you can't, you can't properly do work or go through life or make music or feel things or express yourself until whatever made you emotional that got you into that stage is dealt with and then you yeah. can go back to it's like a checkbox so yeah um and obviously it's really complicated because a lot of the necessities that you need in the lower two don't get met often and so you either have to learn how to develop it yourself or have a partner or people around your life that can help you through those processes um but we were studying in the in the uh, executive brain, which is the functional brain, uh, there are powers that allow you to function. And yesterday we were just studying the power of perception mm. um, and the skill you have to have uh, with the power of perception is not coming to mind, but it doesn't matter. Um, it's crazy how your perception, the things that, the lens through which you see life informs everything you witness, and do and all that stuff. And so I think if you learn to change the perception on rejection, it really is a magnificent tool mm -hmm. to encourage, to modify, to grow in everything. And in art in particular, I think it is very informative to discovering your sound. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is failure in its quickest form and you can, I mean, it. you can either be really stubborn and be like, no, no, I'm sure that there's something special here, which has happened, man. The Beatles got rejected like by 12 record labels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, or it could be something that's like, maybe there is something to what they're saying. 
and you yeah. get to pick and choose what what you part what particular part of the rejection informs your art and eventually it mutate mutates grows evolves into this beautiful piece of uniqueness that will connect with people in such a way that is visible you know what i mean yeah. and so that's something i mean i've been i've been dealing a lot with and i think with mao 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 it's it's reached a really cool stage where i've been rejected i'm 31 now and i've been rejected for the last like 11 years of my life musically um and i still will a lot and i'm sure that even when you make it you still have to deal That's with it it's part of it it's part of it but i think it's at a place where i'm just stoked about what i'm doing man well you you give off that vibe you as as a an artist and as i'm lucky enough to to call you before an artist, a friend. Yes, sir. And that's something that I feel like you radiate to everybody in your life outside of just the music. That just happens to be where you can compound it the most. But you give this this ability to feel loved to everybody that you meet. And I've seen you, I've, I've had the opportunity to introduce you to my friends and they feel the same way about you. You're remembered as smiley, you're remembered as happy, and you're remembered as comfortable. And I think if, the, if you can be those three things, then you're going to make a lot of people's days. I hope so, man. <laughs> and it comes through in your music. And, and like you were saying, sometimes you got to look at all this like, like binoculars. If you're standing 10 feet in front of a car and you're looking at it through binoculars, you might not see the car. Right. But you, you step back enough and you, and you fix the zoom on it, the car will show up. You, you sometimes just need, you need the experiences to understand where you're at in the game. Right. You have been such an awesome inspiration, such an awesome friend. And I I'm really appreciate you coming out here and, and talking with us today. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm stoked to be a part of this, man. Thank you so much for, uh, for what you're doing. Always. The artist list is great. I can't wait to see where it goes, man. I'm excited for people to hear all yours and all the other amazing artists that we're about to have on. And thank you for coming. And to everybody listening. Hey, I'm Mao Mao Mao. And this is an experiment. Love you. <laughs>